0: not even old, I'm a young man, and I think that's a, I mean, I remember seeing movies about 2016 and stuff. I'm like, I can't even believe that. But it is, it's 2016. And what are you going to do with your life? You're here, it's happening, and it's coming about. Wouldn't it be awesome if your New Year's resolution was, I'm going to serve God better than I did in 2015. That's my goal. That's what I want to do. I'm going to try to uh, do my best to do God's will every single day. Now, I'm going to fall short of that, and I know I will, but you know what? I'm going to try my best. And you know what? I would appreciate it if y'all would hold me accountable. Not too accountable, though. No. (laughs) No. You know, I was uh, thinking about this lesson, and I was thinking about my friends over my life. And if I had to think about how many best friends I had over my life, I had four. One's Aaron. My first was a Japanese guy in California. His name was Jared Kayuna. We were Best buds. It was from seventh to eighth grade. My next friend was a buddy I had in uh, Hendersonville, and he uh, was pretty much my friend all through high school. We was tight. We did a lot together and and hung together. And the 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 other one, his name was Ed, and he's from Portland, and we were buddies for a long time. We. Enjoyed being around each other. You you know what I'm talking about? The the type of friend that you could call on any time. That guy or girl that was there for you through whatever. Whatever drama you knew, you could call him or her and, and they'd be there. You know, but all of those friendships, some are gone and some will be gone. You know, either through... Uh, just moving away, or just you grow apart from each other, or even death. You know, death separates a lot of best friends. And while some of those relationships change over time, there's one relationship that should never change, that should never cease to exist. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Did I set it up good? Our relationship with the Lord. And for 2016, I would like to challenge the congregation to want to grow closer to the Lord yourselves. If you would, turn with me to Psalm 63. Tonight I'll be... Uh, preaching from Psalm 63, and we'll just kind of walk through that chapter. Awesome psalm from David. And the question that I want to ask you as we begin is, how is your relationship with God? Do you feel like you have a good relationship with Him? How close are you to God? You know, we talked earlier, and Eric prayed about it. Are we a go-through-the-motion type? relationship with God we know we need to pray to him we know that we need to do these things but are we sincere in how we uh, act towards our relationship to God do we really care enough to have a relationship with him does it really matter you know when I was friends with those guys I cared about them I wanted to be their boy I wanted to do things with them you know I wanted to be around them As Christians, we have to understand that we have a God who wants to have a close relationship with us. And I appreciate Sandy McGuire's comment in Bible class today. She kind of, she kind of, you know, uh, gave a little springboard for my sermon. She said that she knew what she needed to do. I may not be saying this exactly right. I hope I say it right, Sandy, but. She said that, you know, she knew what she needed to do as a Christian, but what she didn't realize until late in her 20s was that God loved her. She understood the love that God has for us. And, you know, I think about Jesus and I think about, I don't have time to go through all the situations of how Jesus' relationship with the Father was in showing us how. Uh, we should act towards the Father ourselves. But, you know, in Matthew 22, uh, 37 through 40, He says, what? That you should love the Lord God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. Then love your neighbor. You know, I'm quick to hurry up and jump to that second one myself. I want to preach on. We gotta love each other, but do we really? Do I really love God? Do I really love Him? You know, Jesus showed us in in all kinds of ways how He loved the Father, and through this psalm, I kind of walked, want to walk through a way that we can. Uh, if you would, I encourage you to read this. Through the week. Think about these things and think about this scripture because what it will do is it will help you grow spiritually. Because it will help you grow spiritually towards a relationship with God. Look at verse 1 and 2. David says, Psalm 63 verses 1 and 2. "O oh God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water, so I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. David begins by saying, God, you are my God. And early I'll seek you. Early in the morning... <clears throat> when you first get up, who are you seeking? I mean, a lot of times my mind's going a hundred miles somewhere else. I'll admit it. Sometimes when I first wake up, my first thought is not about God. <laughs> I feel ashamed of that, to admit that to y'all, but that's true. But sometimes I do. And you know what? In 2016, I want to wake up in the morning and say, God is. You are my God, and my soul thirsts for You. Lord, I'm so glad that You have woke me up, and I want to do Your will all day. Thank You for giving me an opportunity to show people that I am Your child, And I am so glad I can see Your power and glory through Your Son and through Your Word.
1: Man, that's
0: an awesome thought. Time with God. Time spent in a relationship thinking and talking to the Creator. I mean the Creator of all things. David, as he begins this psalm, understands like we need to that if God is not number one in our mind, then what is? I know it's good to love your wife. I know it's good to love your kids. I know it's good to love your job. But do you really and truly love God? I think about what James tells me all the time. I think about it. Do you want to fall in love with Jesus? Do you and truly want to have a relationship with the Lord? Look at verses 3 and 5. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When we consider uh, having this close relationship and, and trying to have a closer relationship with God, not only first do we have to realize that God is God, but we need to also understand His loving kindness for us. Listen to what he says. David says, My lips shall praise you. Do you praise God with your lips? When you talk, does praises come out about God? Do you talk about things that are spiritual? Are you spiritual minded in your thoughts? I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth will praise you joyfully. I will joyfully praise you. I want to joyfully praise You. You're on my mind. I love You and I want to do Your will. And yes, we have to do things. We have to work. We have to do our jobs. We have to take care of our kids. We have to do those things. But it has to be through our love of God. Jesus loved the Father and the way that He acted and He did His daily routine was through loving God that much. And we can do the same thing. But do we? We also see his loving kindness when we think about our relationship with him and and we think about how awesome he is and how much he loves us because he sent Jesus. Without Jesus, there's no hope. Without Jesus, there's no salvation. I'll praise you with my lips, Lord, because I thank you for giving me a way to be saved. And be right. And get to go to heaven one day. If I serve you faithfully. Thank you Lord. I'll joyfully tell you that. You're the creator of all things. Look at verses 6 through 8. When I remember you on my bed... I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. When we think about this 2016 betterment of our life, when we consider this relationship with God, do we meditate on God? He was meditating on Him in the night. So not only early in the morning, but at night. God's on His mind. He's thinking about God things. He's thinking about kingdom things. David said he meditates on the Lord. And I think about Joshua 1 8, where uh, he says that you should meditate on the law day and night. And when you meditate on the law day and night, it says that you will be prosperous and have good success. You know, having this close relationship with God keeps you out of trouble, it keeps you out of trouble. Because you're in a... Con- Think about it. If, you're, if you had uh, went to jail and you have a, a, a probation officer and that probation officer stood right beside you, you wouldn't do the wrong thing, would you? Same concept, except God ain't going to stand right beside you. He wants you to seek Him. But He gives you the guidelines to be successful in your life but it comes with a faithful relationship. That's awesome. God, I love You. I'm going to praise You with my lips and I thank You. I'm going to think about You all the time. And by thinking about You all the time, I'll be successful in all of my relationships. I'll be successful when I talk to my kids. I'll be successful when I talk to my friends and my family and my wife and my husband. I'll be successful in this because it's you I want to please, because I love you so much, because you are God and you love me. And that goes right in with the verse I have 1 Thessalonians 5:17 which says pray without ceasing. I think about Jesus and you think about you know he'd have a situation and then boom he'd be gone. Well where would he be? Going to pray. <laughs> Talking to the Father. He'd slip away, he's praying. Where is he at? Oh, he's praying. His mind was fixed on having a relationship with God. And you know what? It didn't keep him from doing the daily things he needed to do. It just strengthened it. In 2016, I want to be strengthened more and become more powerful for the kingdom and I can do it by having a closer relationship with God. Knowing that He's God. Knowing that He's the Creator. Knowing that His loving kindness is unmeasurable. And knowing that I can meditate on it and think about it and gain strength from that. And people will see the difference in your life and how you act and how you talk. It will happen. When you're excited about things, when you're excited about life, when you're excited about the next day that you can go and maybe change somebody's life, that is a contagious deal. I had a lady call me. She said that I've got a, a couple that was in our congregation before and they're moving up to the Portland area. Will you call and check on them? And I said, sure. And uh, I didn't get to get to them yet, but she called me Sunday morning and or texted me Sunday morning and said, did you get to them? Because if so, I'm going to come. Come to find out she has shingles. Can't barely get out of the bed, but she wants to come. And see if those uh, that couple came. She was doing God's will and excited about doing God's will, and it's contagious. And that comes from having a relationship deep from the inside with God. Look at verses nine and eleven. But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone who swears by him shall glory. But the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. When we think about that, those last verses, when considering our relationship with the Lord, isn't it awesome to know that God has your back? Huh? Don't you love it when... Let me just tell you this story. This wasn't even in my lesson, but this is a perfect story. Okay. My senior year, we played Oakland High School in football. All right, And when we went to warm-up, we played at MTSU. So the fifty yard line split both of us. We warmed up over here and they warmed up over here. So here we are warming up. Well, the Oakland football team all ran to the fifty yard line and started taunting us. Yelling and hollering and number seven, you ain't gonna do nothing. You gonna get shut down all night. Da 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 da. Yelling, yelling, yelling. So we go to the sideline and kickoff comes. Get out into the huddle, and I come into the huddle and I'm fixing to give them the Joe Montana speech. All right, boys, y'all ready? And I look around and everybody's got a pale white face on them. I'm looking at my linemen and I'm like, Y'all all right? And one of them, the left guard, he says, I don't know if we can take these boys. They're too tough. About to start crying. Here we are, fixing to start the game, and he's about to cry. Needless to say, I got sacked probably about 15 times through probably two or three interceptions. Terrible game. The, line, the point being, the linemen did not have my back. And I knew it. By them not having my back, it made, it affected me. But here's what's so awesome. God has got your back. And, and, and look how he does. Second Thessalonians 1:6 says, "Since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you." And Romans 12:19 through20 says, "Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place for wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine." I will repay says the Lord. If an enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. You know what? I can I can I can put away the pressure Of having to deal with somebody who does me wrong. And I can focus on my relationship with God. Because guess what? God's going to take care of it. Amen? I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to build up that worry and that frustration of, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? I need to handle this. No, you don't have to. What you have to do is be a Christian. And feed them and give them a drink. And when you do that, that's a pretty powerful comment. You heap coals of fire on their head. God has got your back. So, Here's 2016. You think about your relationship with God. You think about when you pray, when you read, when you ask for things and how you ask for them and what you ask for. Is it just going through the motions of it? Is it meaningful? Are you really trying to uh, have a better relationship with Him? Can you work on any of these areas? Knowing He's God, I can work on that. It still amazes me. It still amazes me that the Creator of everything wants to have a relationship with me. I still sometimes struggle with understanding that, but He does. What about understanding how much He loves us? The loving kindness He shows towards us. And that comes uh, mainly from Jesus Christ. What about meditating on Him? Day and night. Meditating on His Word. Meditating on the things that He does for us. Meditating on the stories in the Bible, in the Old Testament and the New, of how God was with these people through the toughest situations. And knowing that God has your back. Brothers and sisters, I hope that uh, this year is a great year for you. And I hope that you are excited about being a better Christian than you were last year. And I encourage you to this week, uh, use this psalm, and think about it. Read it and pray about it. If you're struggling tonight with something, if you're struggling with your actual relationship with God tonight, you can come and, and we can pray with you. We can help you. The elders will talk to you and, and, and you can be strengthened by, by any of these brethren in here. I know if I had a struggle, I would ask God to pray for me. And you can do the same. But if you're here tonight, and you have not obeyed the gospel, then you don't have a relationship with God. You know, the Lord's coming back, but He's only coming back for those who are in Christ. And if you believe that Jesus died on a cross and He was buried and He rose again, that's great, but that doesn't make you saved. If you repent and you turn from your old ways, but that's all you do, that's not enough. <laughs> you have to do that. Absolutely. And if you're willing to confess, in in front of men that you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that's that's what you have to do, but that's not enough. If you're baptized in water and you have your sins forgiven, because when you're baptized in water, when you're immersed, your sins are forgiven. That's awesome. You're forgiven of your sins, but there's something else that you got to do you got to remain faithful. You can't just get wet and then go about your business. Now you're a child of God. You're held to a different standard. And by using this psalm right here, it will help you grow closer in a relationship with God. But if you need to obey the gospel and you need to put Christ on in baptism, or if you need the prayers of the saints... Come right now, it's together we stand and sing.